Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come on in, make yourself comfortable, because today we have a little bit of talk to talk about. I have a little bit to share. There's a little bit on my mind, and so let's just go ahead and have a little chat. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's podcast. It is currently May 24th, 2022. And it is T minus, I don't even know how many hours until I leave the country tomorrow at 6 p.m. on a plane to go to Italy for study abroad. The time has finally come. And I want to talk about how I feel about this journey. How do I feel about the departure How do I feel about my time abroad? Because there's a lot of feelings happening right now. And so I just want to be able to share them. um, Share them and just kind of get like, get get this out. You know what I mean? (laughs) So before we get into my feelings and the actual studying and the, the abroad and like the time away, let's talk about like, how do we get here? Like what is happening? So basically, last fall, I was on campus doing some tabling events for SGA. And all of a sudden, I see a a former professor of mine. She was also my high school teacher and my SGA advisor in high school. And then she happened to be my professor in college. And then I saw her on campus. And she was like, hey, Kamari, come to Italy with me. I'm going to be teaching a class in Italy. I said, what? And when I first heard the news, I kind of like was like interested, but I was really going to let that kind of just roll off my back and not really do anything with it. I was like, nah, that's too big. You know what I mean? Like, that's too crazy. Like me leaving? No. You know what I mean? But she gave me all the information and I was taking it and stuff. But you know how like you just take stuff and you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You nod your head and you don't really do anything with it. That was my intention. Honestly and truthfully, my intention was to just nod my head and smile and say, thank you for the opportunity. It sounds so cool. Oh my gosh, I'm totally interested and not really follow through. But I told myself once she sent the, um, once she sent the program application, I told myself, Kamari, you have to fill out the application because if you don't, You'll never have the chance. You'll never have the chance to even go. And so I told myself, you have to fill out the application. If you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Filling out the application is not you committing to the program. It's not you committing to leaving abroad for a summer. But you need to fill out the application so that you can have the option to say no. And if I don't fill out the application, I will not even have the option to say no. So I filled it out. And I also sent it to one of my friends, Hilda, who I also went to high school with and who I also went to college with and who I also have had a lot of history with. So I send it over to Hilda and I tell Hilda, hey, I'm considering doing this opportunity. I really want you to like consider it too. like come to Italy with me. Let's do this. And she met me with great energy. She was like, that's crazy. But like. 
I'm low-key down. Like, and so she was talking to her mom. She was talking to her family. She was looking at the logistics and she was like, it's looking like I can go. And I'm like, oh, it's looking like I'm basically going to, especially once I got the acceptance letter. That's when it all kind of solidified in my heart that it's like, I'm going to do this. And so from there, I just started doing everything that I needed to do with like, with the date in the back of my head knowing that I had like a safety net of like you know I can go through the motion I can get my passport I can accept the proposal I can go to the different orientations and I know that if I do decide that I don't want to go I have up until this date in the spring so I just went with the motions and I started to act as if I was going and then it kind of just got solidified in my heart that I really was going to do it especially because Hilda was going, especially because my professor um, is going, especially because it just was right. And it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So the journey thus far to um, the journey thus far to this to like approaching the um, study abroad program has been a journey and it has been very smooth smooth selling like some of the things that I wanted to touch on was my personal program at Florida Southwestern State College I really do appreciate the fact that I had the opportunity to study abroad with this program because the way that they handled it is so organized very much involved um, and they take a lot of the burden off of you as a student because Keep in mind, many students, the average student has not really done road traveling. You know what I mean? Um, the average student hasn't really taken care of the logistics behind planning a, any, um, a trip and let alone it being outside of the country. If we have done any, any traveling out of the country, chances are our families or a travel agency has done these things for us. And so I was so grateful that my program didn't put that burden on me, especially as a first time traveler, not really knowing what I am doing. They took care. I just played the I just paid the rate that they told us. This is the um the price for the program and from there they took care of housing they took care of like admission to the um university that we'll be studying one of our classes at there at um LDM Lorenzo Lorenzo de Medici um so they took care of admission there they took care of arranging like how do we sign up for our classes and all we had to do was go to our study abroad center to go through that process but it wasn't like we were trying to communicate with people abroad and talk to these different advisors all the way in LDM in Italy no my program took care of that they took care of airfare um, all that we have to do when we get there is show up, be in our apartment, purchase our own food and personal items and things like that, and go to class. That's all we have to do. Um, and pretty much everything was taken care of. And I'm so, so, so thankful for that and for my for my program, my study abroad program and the advisors um, there. It was so, so helpful to me. And it just made the the experience and the process of getting to study abroad, getting to the point that I am now a lot more easier. Now let's go ahead and talk about like the study abroad prep. Let's talk about study abroad shopping, uh, packing and things like that. So I was, of course, I'm going to Italy for a month, by the way, a month. I was so excited to like get a 
fresh new wardrobe and such. And so I saved up and I was like, okay, I need these travel items. I need all of these different extra gadgets. I need, um, I went on Amazon and I literally broke the bank. Of like, what did I need? I think I need a portable steamer because I have a lot of linens and I don't know if the place is going to have an iron. I bought a portable steamer. I need a portable tripod, which I actually think was a great purchase. So I am okay with that purchase. I bought like a travel um, passport wallet. I bought um, a travel toothpaste holder because I thought I was going to bring my electric Oral-B toothbrush. Um, I bought an electric charger organizer like an electronic organizer case bought that and bought so much more little trinkets and gadgets also went shopping literally bought a couple of dresses here a couple of linen pants that I really really love a couple of shirts and a couple of shorts and like this really thick um this really thick cardigan and like some sh some basic tees and tank tops and I kid you not, I feel like my luggage is so full and it's not even like I have that many clothes. I swear I don't have that many clothes, but it still feels like I'm overpacking. I don't know if that's the norm weight of like what the suitcase should feel like, but it just feels super, super heavy. And I'm getting all of these extra things thinking that I'm going to need it, packing all of these flip flops. I kid you not, my packing process went through like five or six stages at this point because when I first started to pack, I realized Everything is not going to be able to come with me. I'm not going to be able to bring my whole entire home in America, my whole entire home to Italy with me. I'm not going to be able to bring every little small thing that brings me comfort and convenience. I can't do it because it's going to cost me both literally and figuratively. It's going to cost me if I try to bring everything that makes me comfortable and everything that brings convenience and to me. And so I kept having to go through this process of reevaluating what is actually a necessity? What is actually a necessity? What is actually a necessity? Because there are a lot of things that we, um, I'm just going to speak for myself. There's a lot of things that me living in um, a first world country, living in America, living in a place, and it's not even about like living in America, but just like there are certain things that I have come accustomed to just living in a stationary place like this is my home you know what I mean I'm not always on the move so I can accumulate so many things that make my life easier that make my life comfortable and all of these things this is all I know I have done this because I've been where I am for a super long time um and so I kind of lost my train of thought when I was like thinking about it but I had to keep what I just found it I had to keep um reevaluating what is important and what is an actual necessity because what I found is that a lot of the things that I thought were necessities were not necessities but it feels like a necessity because it has become so accustomed in a part of my routine that I really is very hard for me to imagine my life without it but I had to continue forcing myself to imagine my life without these things could I still survive? And if I could, then they can't come. <laughs> and so that was a huge learning curve for me of realizing that you're not going to be able to pack your whole home in a 50 pound bag and a 16 pound carry on. You're not going to be able to do it. So what is of necessity? And so 
now moving forward that I've learned that lesson, I'm not going to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe when I'm finding out that I'm going on vacation somewhere. I'm not going to go on Amazon and buy all of the ch- um, the travel tech gadgets and buy all of these different little trinkets that I think are going to make my life just so much more easier. And it's for travel, it's for travel. I'm not going to overpack and think that I need all of these things because I absolutely do not and I absolutely cannot would it be nice to have these oh, of course but it's not a necessity and I had to be reminded of that so that was a learning curve and that was its own journey in itself but I feel like I'm finding at a place where I have all of the necessities there still are a couple of things that are kind of like wavering in between necessity and not necessity but we're just gonna since it fits in the weight limit we're gonna allow it um but yeah I really had to like think about how to live simplistically how to live more down to earth how to just work with a little bit and it's totally possible it's just something that I'm not used to doing so having to put myself in that mindset just took a period of adjustment because it's not something that I'm used to doing um now let's talk about my time and how am I feeling about going abroad So my planning for this trip and like preparation, mental preparation went in ways. So I knew that I really wanted to travel on the weekends to the nearby cities because I'll be based in Florence. I really wanted to travel in the weekends to the nearby cities because it's like, this is a really great opportunity to already be in Europe, traveling around Europe from Europe is obviously going to be cheaper than traveling from the United States to Europe. You know what I mean? And so since I'm already there, it's like it it would be a better bargain to take advantage of this. And I think that I kind of like um in order to avoid having like fear creeping in in order to avoid avoid like the flight part of my feelings, you know what I mean? Instead of shutting down, I feel like I was in a space where I was kind of suppressing things and be like, it's not that bad. I can do it. I'm okay. I'm independent. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And I think that that possibly could have caused me to move a little bit too fast and not really, um, not really take into consideration fully, fully the fact that I am in a foreign city. And what I'm trying to get at is that Hilda and I and a couple of other girls in our class and a couple other people in general in our class, we really wanted to make sure that we like booked every single free day that we had available to go and explore other parts of Italy. And so I feel like because there is this time constraint of having only a limited amount of free time, we really were trying to use up every single ounce. And so that really reduces the amount of windows that you have to just explore and to just adjust to the lifestyle, to the environment. And I worry that us planning our first trip on the first weekend there is um possibly not the best for us because it's not giving us enough time and enough window to adjust. So that's something that I'm going to be super honest about is that I probably would not do that. Another thing that um, just came apparent to me when I woke up this morning is that something that I have not been thinking about, but something that I 
absolutely should be thinking about. But again, in order to kind of reduce the feelings of fear and anxiety around the trip, I would just rather not think about things that bring me fear and anxiety. But sometimes these things are valid concerns to focus on. And so one of those valid concerns that I should have focused on a little bit earlier, but it's not the big of it's not a big of it's not a big deal if I did not focus on it. Um, it's the fact that I am a black young woman. It's not that I'm just a woman. It's not that I'm just an American young woman. It's not that I'm just, you know, a foreigner or a student and young. No, it's that I am a young American black woman. And so that warrants a different experience possibly um, than that of someone who is a white young American woman without the back. Sans black. You know what I mean? And so I found myself like, you know, thinking that I was preparing myself and I'm watching all these people, these YouTubers that are going to these different places. And yes, it helps to get adjusted and acquainted that way through the lens of these people. But I also have to realize that this is the lens of someone who is not the same skin color as me. And when people look at them, they might receive them differently as when they look at me. And so that makes me that warrants a different level of concern for myself because now I need to figure out how do I get to move throughout these cities? How do I get to move throughout the country? How will I be receiving? What will my experience be? And it's very, very difficult when you don't see a lot of people like you also moving through those spaces. Um, it can be very difficult because you really don't know you're going in blind. And so that has added on another layer of concern for me of like, I was trying to be colorblind thinking that oh my gosh Italy's gonna be the best and I and I pray and I have so much hope and faith that it will be the best I'm praying every single day that I would have the best experience and that I would not experience racism that I would not experience any uncomfortable situations regarding me as a young woman or regarding me as a young black woman I'm praying that I would have the best best time and that I would have nothing but great things to say about Italy but I also would be remiss if I did not acknowledge the fact that other people who do look similar and like me have not had the best time. And what is that to say about my possibility of my experience in the country? And so I should be concerned about that. And I just started to think about that. So this morning when I woke up, I looked at um, TikToks centering black women who are the first person like they're talking about their experiences just to get an, get an idea of what to expect what can I expect not that I will experience it but like what can I expect based off of somebody that looks similar to me what is a general overarching theme and that's why I found out some valuable things and valuable information to keep in mind um but nonetheless I'm leaving tomorrow And I don't know how to feel about it. I'm so excited, but I'm also so, so, so excited for the day that I get to come back home after such an amazing experience. I just can't wait until I can return home in June and see my family and see my friends and be back in my home country. Because as much as America is problematic, 
It's my home and I love it so much. And more than anything, my home is where my family is. My home is where my friends is. My home is where my community is. So wherever they are, that's where I want to be. And so I can't wait to be able to come back after having the time of my life in Italy, after exploring safely, after being able to travel safely and finding my way and having discernment and wisdom and just having a safe time. I can't wait to be able to come back home with those experiences and explore. That's all I have for right now.